This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Tuesday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. The Ombudsman for Children has called for an immediate end to the use of commercial emergency hotels for asylum seekers. It follows the publication of the results of an investigation into the safety and welfare of children in direct provision. We spoke to Niall Muldoon on our breakfast news bulletins this morning. Direct provision residents don't make complaints because some fear their children will be taken away from them, according to a new report. The Ombudsman for Children study found that staff were not trained in child protection, despite assurances that they had been, while parents were wrongly warned that their children may be removed by child protection services if they didn't supervise them properly. The inquiry also reveals that a lack of interpretive services had effectively gagged parents who may have wished to make a complaint on behalf of their children. Among the recommendations with the swift introduction of a well-resourced quality assurance mechanism to monitor complaints, child welfare concerns and extensive cultural sensitivity training. Niall Muldoon is the Ombudsman for Children. He says threats like taking children cannot be tolerated. That's the essence of control, you know, that's pure power. Um, again, we, we've uh, encouraged the, the service to make sure that everybody involved, anyone that's contracted in this, into the services now uh, have to be properly trained in child protection, they have to be properly trained in um, caring for, for people in these circumstances and they cannot be making those sort of threats because again, you come and imagine these children and parents have come from through trauma, through war. The National Immunisation Advisory Committee is today expected to recommend the Johnson & Johnson vaccine be used by people over 50. NIAC is also set to say it can be used on under 50s if another vaccine isn't available. Health Minister Stephen Donnelly spoke to us on his way into Cabinet this morning. The Health Minister says it's full steam ahead if Cabinet agree to new recommendations on the Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca vaccines. The National Immunisation Advisory Committee has recommended the Johnson vaccine be offered to people over the age of 50, while it's now advised that the AstraZeneca injection be offered to people in their 50s as well as their 60s. Speaking on his way into Cabinet, Stephen Donnelly says he's taking these recommendations to ministers this morning. So I was uh, talking with the HSE late last night uh, with the task force early this morning. Uh, obviously all of this has to be discussed by Cabinet and it has to be agreed by Cabinet, but I, I, I will be making the recommendation to Cabinet. And if Cabinet accepts it, really it's full steam ahead. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport and Brendan Rogers says he's happy at Leicester City. As speculation linking him with the Tottenham job grows. It follows confirmation this morning that Julian Nagel's man, who had been the favourite to replace Jose Mourinho, will become Bayern Munich's new boss after Hansi Flick was allowed to leave to become the next Germany manager. Rogers says he's aware of the speculation linking him with Spurs, but says he's not finished with the Foxes. It's not something I've thought about. My concentration is we football. I'm only, my only focus is here with Leicester. Uh, we had a great win tonight and uh, yeah, we'll recover now and get ready for our next game. In the Champions League semi-final tonight, Real Madrid hosts Chelsea for the first leg of their tie. It's the first time the sides have met in a two-legged European tie. Kick-off tonight at the Estadio Alfredo de Stefano is at 8 o'clock. There's one fixture in the Championship as Brentford hosts Rotherham at 7pm. Brentford are in third, while Rotherham are currently in the relegation zone. Four points off safety, with two games in hand on Derby County. And in racing, the Punchdown Festival gets underway today. The feature today is the Grade 1 Champion Chase at 5.25. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. To the phones we go. Lucia, good morning. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm well, but uh, how is your dad? Is your dad in, in Marymount? 
He is in Marymount at the moment, yes, yeah. Okay. Um, he, I suppose that's a difficult situation to talk about yeah. at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah he, he's, he, I suppose he, he's very sick, you know. Let's rewind a bit. Unfortunately, um, he caught COVID, didn't he? Yeah, so he went into hospital with, um, he had an infection. He has an underlying lung condition, um, pulmonary fibrosis. Yeah. Um, and he went into hospital with an infection. He was supposed to come home, but unfortunately his oxygen didn't arrive home, so he couldn't. Um, so he stayed in there over Christmas, which we thought he would be safest in there. And unfortunately, he caught COVID in there. In CUH? Um, in CUH, yes. Yeah, yeah. In the in the uh, the respiratory ward. Um, and from there on really is when it kind of went very downhill. Um, you know, there were six other men in his ward with him. And unfortunately, Dad was the only one that actually, you know, we were lucky enough to be able to get him home eventually. Um obviously under circumstances where he was now on full-time oxygen and um, we'll say walking to the bathroom would be extremely difficult even at, at one point drinking a cup of tea would be difficult you know he would find it hard to eat because mm. obviously swallowing and eating and taking a breath at the same time is very difficult okay so with this um, was the, when he was in CUH was that January yeah so he got um so the first of January is when we got the call to say that he's probably going to test positive for COVID okay um it was a nurse Okay. One of the nurses had obviously caught it through what, I don't know, you know, maybe she caught it in the hospital or whatever. I don't know who exactly brought it into the ward. Um, and all the men in his ward got it. Now, they were all ranging from, we'll say, 60s to 90s. Um, but I mean, they were men that were like, you know, walking about the place and doing their own bits and pieces, just normal men carrying on normally. But unfortunately, when COVID took over them, none of them made it home. And the hardest thing is... We couldn't, we couldn't see him at all. We couldn't visit him at all. And what I find the most distressing about people, you know, kind of almost acting disrespectful is the fact that, you know, they feel like they're entitled to, we'll say, like, they're so excited about the pubs. And I get it. We all want a life. But, like, there's people in hospital at the moment can't even see their families while they're, while they're passing away. I, mean, I, can't, I, can't skirt or, I can't skirt around this because it is just so important to say and tragic to have to even mention it. But your dad was in a ward with six other men. There were seven in the ward. They all contracted yes. COVID and the other six men passed away. Yeah, and unfortunately he had to watch that. Like he witnessed all of them passing away. There's not just a medical side to this, like COVID for all, even the staff in CUH, for the staff in anywhere, even in Marymount at the moment, like they're all working so hard and doing so much to keep all the patients safe inside and there and then you just have people almost like I I, to, I have two kids my husband is in Syria for six months I want a life as much as anybody else but you know we're not entitled to it just because we're younger like it's it's not fair to make the elderly people around us feel like they're fearful to leave their house like yeah. I just don't understand it um, yeah. they, there's so much um, psychological side to COVID for people it's it just stresses me out thinking about it um, just because it, it hit our doorstep. Um, and like my dad was a fit man, like he was working away on houses with my brother. Um, you know, he was constantly building, doing things before he went into hospital. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie.